Welcome to the Coffee with Creators podcast, a casual conversation with creators about life and experiences. I'm your friend and your host, Michael. Back on the podcast is our friend, Jordan. Jordan is a videographer, photographer, and designer who by far is the most genuine person I've ever come across. I believe that aside from her skills and commitment to her craft, her sincerity and authentic nature is part of the reason she has found so much growth and success. She's been very busy since we last spoke and she's just getting started. Yeah, so I've been having a lot of internet trouble trouble lately as of like the last two weeks, I would say. Um, I re- reset my, my routers and everything and it just doesn't seem to work. And then just like, hmm. you know, one thing happened after another, like today, I apologize so much. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no worries at all. <laughs> yeah, I had to get my daughter and sure enough, in that school for some reason um there's no signal and i'm like checking emails checking my phone can't do anything i had to bike back so that's why i'm 15 mm-hmm. minutes late i'm so glad you sent me that email because i'm like wait wait wait, hang on i'm running you don't see it right now but i'm sweating <laughs> so sorry jordan <laughs> sorry you are totally that. fine this is the life okay. i mean i'm on the other end trying to figure out my camera plugging into my computer and failing on that so it's just how it goes. So what right? happened? <laughs> what happened? Uh, do you need a special cable for it? Yeah, I got a I got the brand new MacBook finally after waiting months. It came yesterday. Like it was I was waiting and waiting and waiting and I had like my connections. I know that seems silly, but just the way that I I, I gave away all of my um dongle type stuff to the person that I sold my computer to um cuz I figured I wouldn't need that specific orientation of them. And now mm-hmm. I don't have the cables I need, so. <laughs> but oh, that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah. I'm glad you. Got, I'm glad you have a new, your new computer. I was slightly tempted when you said, maybe we should reschedule. But here's the thing that I've mm-hmm. uh, figured out about. I found out about myself. If uh, there's something that I um, set out to do, it's so I find myself easily swayed to to just take the the um the easy way out right it's like yeah. you know what yeah maybe we'll just reschedule or something and i've done this all my life done this all my life and so like in the last few years i've noticed that i've, I've had this kind of change in my perspective that i mm-hmm. feel that you have to sometimes fight for something like no matter how small it is you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like okay there's a little bit of struggle there it doesn't mean that you need to uh, to back away it just means maybe maybe it's teaching you something. It's teaching you to, to work through this problem, right? And so that was one of the reasons why mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? We are a little bit late and it's most it's my my fault. But I'm like, I'm just gonna try to see if we can we can still salvage this. But um I'm glad you're still available, Jordan. I know you've you've been very busy. Um it takes a while for us to actually like when when I'm when we're messaging each each other on um on Instagram. It takes a couple of days for both of us to get back to each other because it's like we're both like <laughs> juggling between different projects and stuff. But I'm so glad you're to be to mm-hmm. have you back on the podcast. The last time you were here was last year. And that's a while back actually. Like yeah. maybe not a year ago, but yeah, yeah last year. And so can can you uh, bring <laughs> us to sp- up to speed, Jordan? Like what's uh the last time we 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 spoke, you were um you were still doing freelance videography and um i know i followed you because you don't post a lot on your feed 
but you post, you share mm -hmm. a lot in your stories. And I see that you, you've mm -hmm. been very busy. With, you've been working with a, a couple of, um, let's just say it looks like very interesting projects. So can you bring me up to speed? Like what's, what's, what's going on with you and how are you doing? Yeah. So last time we chatted, I think that I had said, okay, I'm going to try to put down the freelance work and focus more on the YouTube space. <laughs> um, and you've seen how that's gone. I've still been on the YouTube space. I've been on Instagram intermittently, uh, but I had a crazy year of freelance work last year. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, but I just project after project after project. And I was definitely still learning how to say no, still learning which jobs I wanted to take on and all of that in between. But yeah, I've been doing so many different types of projects. I got to work on a coffee commercial, which that is one I actually did post on YouTube, the behind the scenes of that. But I did that project all by myself. Um, in 24 hours and it's one of the ones that I've done most recently that I'm most proud of and yeah it's just been a crazy freelance journey and now I'm back talking to you again a year later still saying okay I think I'm going to settle down on the freelance work and focus more on the YouTube space uh and I'm still here trying to do that but it's 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 hard you know because the freelance work is what brings in the money um yes. so that I can actually support myself uh, but it's the YouTube space that brings out the true creativity that I want to share with the world. So it's like, where's the balance? It's very difficult to figure out for so sure. <laughs> right. So you're still figuring it out. You're still trying to, to see mm -hmm. where you can, you can, you're finding time for the, for the YouTube, for the more, your, more of your, your creative outlet, because I understand this, like when you're working as a freelancer, you're ba you're mostly at the mercy creative mercy of someone else right like it's like this mm -hmm. is their vision this is what they want and you have the technical know-how to actually make it happen mm -hmm. and so i get that i get i get that that feeling where it's like i am creating something but i want to create something for me and so i guess you're still yeah. on that journey but one of the reasons that i'm so excited to have you on today is because um you shared with me just a few months, months, not maybe months, but weeks, actually it probably has been a month. Um, you said that you've, you've increased your, your, um, your, your income since we last, uh, chatted. And it's something that I've been so interested to hear about. Like what did, did you do something, uh, drastically different? What changed that made you, uh, be a lot more successful than you are right. You are right now than, than you were, um, last year. Hmm. Well, to answer that specific question, I would say just that I kept doing it. <laughs> I honestly think that I didn't change anything except that I just continued to create more work. And so, um, yeah, it's pretty wild as of, I mean, 2020 was the start of the pandemic. So, of course, that is a very interesting year for all of us. Um, but then in 2021, what I had told you is I actually tripled my income, which is pretty wild. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And it was... I'm very thankful for that too because I had some pretty big expenses this past year and at times I didn't know how I was going to do it and then it was just a huge blessing all of a sudden I was able to and so that was a, that was definitely a huge blessing but yeah I don't I wouldn't say that I specifically changed anything it's just that it's kind of like a domino effect the more people you work with the more word of mouth and the more networking that starts to build right and so I think that is kind of just where I landed and that's a very um special place to be because I it's I have a lot of people ask me how do you find more client work and what I tell them is just kind of let your community know that you're available 
and that's that's what has been the most beneficial thing for me because people just continue to recommend me to other people and that's how I get the majority of my work actually I don't really need to do cold calls and stuff so nothing has technically changed except that I've continued to work for people and then they've continued to recommend me and recommend me to others and I've just taken the opportunities that were worth it and good and I've learned better too how to price myself and how to decide what I want to actually go out for uh trust me not doing that perfectly still taking some really low jobs uh because they're really interesting to me and sometimes there's just a give and take of that right <laughs> yes so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well that's great actually mm -hmm. you said a lot of really good and uh in, in important things that a lot of people don't realize and that's the fact that when you said that you need to make yourself available that's so true um mm -hmm. being creatives i think we always suffer from the same negative uh thoughts that say we're not good enough uh, no one's gonna hire me someone else is better than me and what we usually do is we just sit back and you know slowly put stuff out there but not really make our ourselves available so it's like we're we're ready to mm -hmm. share all the amazing work that we make we we create we're, we're willing to share the portfolio but we're not willing to say hey, I'm looking for work or I'm ready to, you know, I can provide you this service. And that was just an interesting, mm -hmm. I guess, way of putting it because it's true. And I think by doing that, you might be surprised at how it really is like um, the floodgates suddenly open. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. in my experience, you will be surprised at how many people are looking for people that can um, – like people that, that, that have the skills that you have. So let's try, I want, I want to try to understand, like, is there a moment in your career in the last year or so where you're like, you know what, this is maybe, maybe, maybe I should put myself out there more. Maybe I should make myself available more or, or have you always made yourself available? Like what was your steps? What, what steps did you take? Did you, I know you said you didn't make uh, cold calls or anything like that. Was it just, when you meet someone and you ask them about their business and you do you ask them if they need any anything how do you how do you generate this this type of interest in your work yeah i'm very um thankful that i think the way that i've always gone about it is a very natural way um, and that's what i prefer but it can work really well so there's ways to do it naturally that is still quote marketing yourself but I don't ever think of it in the sense of marketing myself, right? And so here's how I'll give you like three different situations of how this usually happens. The first is I'll meet someone new. Um, I'm with my friends while I'm meeting someone new. And the typical question that almost everybody gets is, what do you do? What do you do for a living? And so I say, well, I'm a freelance videographer. And that's all that I say. Uh, and then I have some good fr friends around me. I haven't asked them to do this, but you could ask your friends to do this. But I have a lot of friends that usually say, oh no, she's more than just a, f a videographer. Like you should see her work and then they talk me up, which is really, really, really kind. Um, this mm -hmm. doesn't always happen, but this situation happens more than you would think. And then people get really interested and they're like, okay, what kind of videos do you like to make? And, and then that allows me the opportunity to, to share more of the types of videos, which I actually don't have a very clear answer for because I make a lot of different types of videos. And yeah. I think that opens up even their minds to like, oh, she's, that's a sense of availability for them of like, oh, I know someone who needs this or 
hmm, I wonder if I need that for my job or like my company could really benefit from that. So that is one way that I get a lot of clients actually. Another way, uh, this is a little less organic, but I filmed a lot of footage this year and I put a little reel together and I had that just up on YouTube. That's not necessarily going to bring you traffic locally. So I had never used the Nextdoor app in my life. Uh, the Nextdoor app is like the, uh, the where it just your, is your community. It, it sets you up within the neighbors around you. And I posted on there, said, hey, I've never used this before, but I've taken a lot of good footage from around my area if you guys want to take a look at it. And sure enough, from there, I've had, I had people message me and say, whoa, you, you do such great work. I actually really want a video made. I'm in the area. Would you like to meet up? And so that's another way. Um, and I wasn't asking for any work in that. I was simply just sharing my work. Uh, and um, so that's two ways. Uh, I guess I, I didn't really have the three in my mind when I told you three. But like other ways <laughs> are simply just I make sure like when I first... Uh, the very first thing that I did when I left my job was I emailed people that I knew. Um, I didn't email like companies to cold call and say, can I make a video for you? I emailed people that I knew and just said, hey, I just want to let you know, I've made the step to go on my own. I now am available. So if there's anyone you know, or if, if you need anything, I'm, I'm here and I'm available. So those are the types of things and the ways I've gone about it rather than I haven't posted ads of myself. I haven't made videos and or made a video for a company, this is still a good way to go, but I haven't made like the, the spec work as much and sent them off to a company. Uh, but on the side, I've also created my own content that people have seen. And out of that, just creating for, I guess myself, essentially, people have also asked me to do some work. So it's all been very natural and or organic and I'm very thankful for that, for sure. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. Um, I, think, I think one of the reasons people are drawn to that style, that that type of like uh, of presenting yourself is because, a for like you said it's very natural, and b it's just mm -hmm. it's more approachable. It's not it's not like hey mm -hmm. this is, you know what I mean. Like if if I'm trying to imagine someone's like I remember looking someone up, and you know someone told me hey you should reach out to this guy, because he's really good with whatever it is that you know he was doing, and I looked him up and he had such an amazing reel. It was a little intimidating, you know what I mean? For me to say, mm -hmm. well, do I really want to contact this guy? What if he's super expensive? What if he's super busy? And so all these these things are, are, are happening in my head. And so that, that made me hesitate. But for you, it really is just like, hey, you know, I have work and that's an invitation. And I mean, I have work mm -hmm. uh, published somewhere. I mean, it's on, it's on, it's on the app, it's, it's on the Google Drive, whatever it is. You guys can check it out. and people, you know, they don't have anything to lose. They're just like, oh, let me just see. Mm -hmm. And it just, I think it just works from there. And I, you know, I love that style. Actually, what you also did with the email, I can't remember exactly who I was talking to. I've, I've talked to so many people in the last month or so that I can't even remember. Like it's starting to um, um, mesh together my, my, my memory. But uh, mm -hmm. I mentioned to them that when I left my job, actually the the day, the, the week that I got laid off from my last job, prior to uh, becoming a freelancer, I wanted to send an email to people, but I did something a little bit different, and it's very similar to what you did. But, so so what I did was, um, oh, my observation first is, I've, I've worked in that company for about four years, four, three or four years, I can't remember exactly, but 
every time someone leaves, they would send a mass email and they would just say, thank you for being a good, you know, for being good to me, blah, 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 blah. Um, I've been in the company for the last 10 or 15 years. I've done, you know, I've seen the company grow. And there's, there's one thing, two things that I noticed in those type of emails. And one is that most of them, not all of them, but most of them almost like they sound like they're just building themselves up so that they could have a mm -hmm. graceful exit, which is weird. You know what I mean? It's like, I've done so much for the company, but I have to say bye. And that's kind of like the, mm -hmm. the step. The, the second is I just don't care. I don't care about these people because it's to them, they all feel like they're in their own personal stage and they're looking down on everyone else and just saying, bye guys, I hope you guys, I wish you guys good luck, which is all well and good. But at the end of the day, like I said, I don't care. So when it was my time to leave, what I did was instead of sending a mass email to like a group of people, I actually spent the entire day typing out individual emails to individual people and I would tailor it to mm -hmm. them. I didn't have to be mm -hmm. over dramatic about anything, but I wanted them to know that I remember them specifically. So for example, I sent this guy, um, Eric, an email and I said, hey, Eric, just wanted to say that, um, or just wanted to give you a heads up that today or this week is going to be my last week. I'm moving on with my career. And I just wanted to say that I really appreciated the uh, the efforts that you or when when you took me out to lunch on my first day and showed me where to go eat and I thought that was very nice and I would never forget that and if you need anything here's my number here's my email and literally just like that as simple as that just I would I would try to connect that person to a specific memory to let them know that they matter that I remember them and sure enough that really helped me in my freelance career, this is before the pandemic, when I was kind mm -hmm. of in the similar uh, situation as you, Jordan, where it's like I was making enough money and then I got laid off. And for about a month or two, I was like suffering because obviously I didn't have money. But very quickly after that, I basically tripled my income as well. And it's all through mm -hmm. networking. And so I think it's a really interesting topic that you brought. I mean, we didn't really plan this, right? This this topic wasn't really <laughs> planned, but it's very crucial, I think, for people, for creative people, for, for people in the creative industry to learn how to network and not, it not necessarily just to, um, to have a really nice portfolio or a reel or a, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not that yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's not that anymore. I think, I think it's yeah. more about making the connections absolutely yeah like i've talked to a lot of people who are extremely great creatives you know and i'm like and they're like i can't find clients i can't find clients and i'm doing all these things and to be honest like i've heard i've listened i've watched all of the here's your 10 steps to be the best business person you can be and and i don't ever want to give that message across because it's like this 10 steps towards success, but what's the definition of that success? I, I, I don't know. Um, and this, I can get really deep into this, but um, Let's do I, it. <laughs> I, just, I just think that being who you are uh, and being natural and who you are 
and just living out your actual life and being genuine with people and serving people well like that's gonna that's what's gonna take you further and that's what's gonna actually satisfy you even more than just I follow this five steps I paid this much dollars for my advertising and I landed a client that didn't care about me and um, I just made the money so I, I understand that that might work for some people but just where I'm at um, that's not kind of the direction that I would want to head I want to head into relationships that maybe people do have smaller budgets but we built this long-lasting relationship that um, that branches the networking into tons of other people who really care and who really want to work with me because they like me as a person and they like my work you know and I mm -hmm. like to work for mm -hmm. them and serve them the best that I can and so I often tell people like especially really creative people I'm like let your people know you know like let the people around you know that you're struggling to find clients and like their network is huge don't just think about only your network and and this will just keep branching out um anyway yeah I I could kind of get lost in all of my that's thoughts okay. about this but no that's okay I appreciate <laughs> that because I think it's a real thing yeah I think it's a it's a real mm -hmm. um struggle for a lot of people not necessarily just creatives but just people who are uh, or like freelancers for example for uh, um you know entrepreneurs and you know all these people who are trying to make a living um, outside of the the usual nine to five job and I think it's very important for mm -hmm. people to to learn this because this wasn't really taught in thing and you know usually mm -hmm. when you don't know anything you look on YouTube or Google and that's where you see the the, the things that you just mentioned like the five steps that you should follow it's all well and good because yeah. um, these are these can be good practices I think but they're not yeah, I mean, they're techniques, right? They're different techniques, but they're not necessarily mm -hmm. the rule that you have to follow because the problem I have, and I think this is why um, I've always felt this, Jordan, that, that you and I get along in this, I mean, not, we do get along, but like we both agree <laughs> in this very personal, um, organic type of relationship with, with people and with work because I don't want to see my clients as numbers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's like they're people to me, and I I am trying mm -hmm. to help them grow, because if I if I'm just thinking of the number of the paycheck, no matter how small or big it is, it's like for example this like um uh, I recently worked with someone who needed a logo designed. I'm like okay yeah, mm -hmm. so they're like how much would it cost? And I know this guy has a small business just starting out, just charge them really cheap, but. It doesn't end there. It's not like, okay, I just charge this guy, you know, this amount. And since that's all he could afford, that's all I'm going to render him. And, you know, I'll just leave him off and see, you know, let him fend off for himself. But no, I mean, I'll try my best to follow up and say, so how did it go? What did you think? Do you need anything that will help you with your, you know, I'm literally trying to get his business off the ground. Because like mm -hmm. you said, when you help someone, people succeed. When you, when, when, like what mm -hmm. you said, basically, is when you when you help someone, your network will just continue to grow, right? It'll just keep growing. It will keep growing. And to me personally, and you probably learned this already, but I've also noticed that beyond talent and skill, the one thing that clients really want and the reason why they keep coming back to, to me, for example, is um, they know they can depend on me. And that bu building that mm -hmm. trust, that dependability is very crucial because they don't really care how good you are. What they care is, can you do the work and will you do the work when they need it? And so I, 
I, me too, Jordan. I can get into this this whole yeah. thing. Like, this this podcast <laughs> this podcast is gonna be four hours long. <laughs> but exactly. that's great though. I'm, gl- I'm yeah, glad I'm that not... I'm hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not trying to shoot down like the five step process. I think people are out there trying to help people the best they can. You know, um, yeah. I'm just saying that like, it's if if you only are trying to follow step by step by step to find the client, you did all the right things. It's it's just not always going to take you to where you want to go. And I think people just get really frustrated in that space. And so that's what I mean by that. Like I'm, I I just your identity is not found in I did all the right steps and I got the big paycheck and yay like it happened or i did all the right steps and i didn't get the big big paycheck and that's a really disappointing place to be you know but rather i met with people i learned i went through the trenches i showed them the real me the vulnerable me i made mistakes on the job i didn't budget myself correctly i learned this time next time i can do this and just kind of being willing to kind of throw yourself out there and not trying to perfect the process and do the best top 10 things you can do um to, to get the climb the ladder of corporate success. I just read corporate in there. I just meant climb the ladder of success that <laughs> the world defines. Um, yeah, that's just kind of my point. And all of that is, yeah. I just yeah. want to see other creatives and encourage them and say like, you're, you're doing great. Your work is good now. Believe in yourself and, and don't feel like you have to be doing what those five steps and somebody else is doing. Like your path will look different because you are unique and you're different and you're going to relate to people differently than I do. And yeah, so that's kind of you my guys, whole point and all of that. <laughs> yeah. Those who are listening right now, um, I'm going to give you, I'm going to try to paint this picture uh, in your head. The first time I met Jordan was more than a year ago. I think when Chelsea and I were doing the I podcast and we had, yeah. And then I remember Jordan very specifically because to me, Jordan back then was just this very innocent, very innocent and just like very timid. And I mean this in the best way, right? Like the, the very timid, mm-hmm. um, creative who, who knew that she could do something. Um, could, she knew that she could create some stuff, but I didn't see this confidence back then. And I just wanted to point this out. Like I want to commend you for the growth that you've um, – you've experienced in the last year or so and not just um financial i'm talking about like as a person like hearing you speak right now jordan hearing you share these things it's very different in in a good way than from when we last spoke because it's like it's like you know exactly what you're doing you you've found your your method right it's not the method that everyone can should follow it can be uh applied to other people you know if they wanted to try it and i like that i like that style too like very organic just putting yourself out there and um it's just it's just amazing i think i just wanted to say that like that it's nice to see you grow and i'm super happy because it's you know we barely talk barely talk but i follow mm-hmm. you i check out your your work i check out your your stories i'm not not all of them but it's like it's amazing it's just amazing how, how much has changed like i never would have thought that in in a year's time i'll be having this conversation it's like oh this is really cool so um here's one thing that i do want to ask uh you mentioned earlier that you there are some instances where you realize that you didn't budget your budget yourself correctly can you maybe give an example or a story or a situation where that was like the hard lesson 
and maybe something that other creatives can can hopefully avoid just by hearing your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, first, I just want to say thank you. <laughs> thank you for all those kind <laughs> words. And I for sure do not have it all figured out, but I'm getting better. <laughs> but thank you. Um, yeah, so, so a hard budget um, situation. That's what you asked, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. A difficult situation with budget. Okay. So let's see. I um, There's been so many. Uh, there's been projects that I've gone on that I'm like, oh man, I feel like I'm doing so much work and, and I don't know how I'm going to navigate this or I don't know. So many questions, but I, in the end, I can tell you that I haven't actually regretted anything that I've done um, because whether or not I got the paycheck I wanted or whether or not I learned the lesson that I needed, it was all worth it. Uh, so I wouldn't say that I've necessarily reflected on anything and said, dang it, like that was a terrible situation. Um, I've actually been able to prepare myself for even like, so the coffee commercial that is posted on my YouTube channel, the behind the scenes, uh, that was a lot of work for that coffee commercial. And it, and the budget was fine. It's probably better than some people would say, but I'd say the budget was super, super low for what it should have cost. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing like $8,000 in my hand to that project. And, um, and I know that's like an investment and stuff, but it didn't quite equate to what I actually got paid and the amount of hours I I spent on that project. Mm -hmm. And yet it was one of my favorite projects that I've worked on. It was one of my favorite, um, like products to show other people. It's, it's got so much value to it for me that, uh, that I can look back on and say, wow, I just like really had so much fun doing that. Uh, that the, the money for it wasn't, wasn't the biggest factor in that. Even though I, if I wanted to, I could sit back and reflect and say, I really could have done a little bit better on, um, on that one. When we come back, Jordan talks about finding value in your own work and her plans to grow as a creator. Stick around. I would say that the backbone of just about every work from home setup is the desk. And while there are many out there, only one has enabled me to be healthier, more productive, and ultimately thrive in my own home office environment. And I'm talking about my very own electronic height adjustable sway desk by ErgonOffice. ErgonOffice offer a range of office furniture and accessories designed with the same care and attention to detail as my beloved sway desk. All of their products are sourced and handmade in Canada with the highest standards of quality. Check out their website at ergonoffice.com. That's E-R-G-O-N-O-F-I-S dot com. And for the Coffee with Creators listeners, you can use the code MICHAEL50. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-5-0 at checkout to save $50 on any of their desks. And I say that to give more context. I had worked on a project for that client in the past, uh, somewhat, not the same exact client. We don't have to get into the details, but let's just say it's like the same people that I worked with. And the previous project I did for them, I thought I did a lot better with the budget because kind of where I went on that is I went out there for my price that I was really comfortable with. I was filming everything. Everything took a lot longer than it needed to. The final result wasn't going to be something that I was super happy to give to them. And I let them know that on set. I said, look, this has taken too much time. We haven't gotten everything we needed. 
uh, I can run with this, I can make it the best that I can with this, or we can schedule another day for me to come out here. Uh, it will increase the budget though. And I was able to have the confidence in that conversation, like live while I'm filming on the project to say, this is something that I think is gonna actually really benefit you. And uh, I think will bring you a lot of value. I'm not just suggesting this for no reason. And sure enough, that project kind of doubled in budget because of that. Uh, and so that really paid off. Uh, next time I worked with them, it, it was, I, I quoted them at what I thought it would take me. And they said, we can't do that. We have to cut off at this hard mark, uh, but we want to do this project. That's where I weigh, okay, I should make a lot more for this one, especially now that they know how much work I'm going to give to them. Um, and yet I was like, but the value that it's going to provide me and the fun that I'm going to have on this project, it's worth it. So, uh, so I think there's a lot of give and take, um, and you just got to know what you feel comfortable with. And if it, if you're at a point where you hear that, they say, we have a hard cutoff on our budget and you're like, dang it. Uh, and you can't see the value it's going to bring you. That's when you learn the hard lesson and you say, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not the right person for you for this one. Mm. And mm -hmm. I've had to learn that kind of stuff as well. That's hard. I actually mm -hmm. had a very high budget project that was going to be so boring, <laughs> just so boring <laughs> and take so much of my time. Um, but it was like, I would have got paid for the easiest work ever, like a really high budget. And I said no to that one actually. Um, and I'm like, this would have been thus to this point, the easiest work I could have ever done for the highest amount. And yet that's the one that I said no to. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, right? But it made sense to me because I got to focus on the things that I really wanted to focus on. And now I've, because of the time that I've had, I've been able to open up mentorship opportunities that I've really wanted to do online and meet with people one-on-one. -on -one. I've been able to do that kind of stuff. That has not made me at all the money I would have made on that project, but it's brought me so much more joy. And so when I talk about like this definition of success too, like, like if success is defined by the amount of money in your bank account, then that's a different story. But for me, that's just not where I ride. And I, I'm so thankful that I said no to those types of things. And now I'm, I'm here where I'm at, so. What a wonderful anyway. story. Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> I, I can totally relate, not to the, to, to the fact that like people are paying me a lot of money to do nothing, but it's like the, the, your, 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 um, what you just said about is this, it's interesting and I love doing this. And I was going to ask you like, what about it makes it so enjoyable that you're willing to forego like bigger projects for, for something that pays a, l a lot less, but enjoyable. And then mm -hmm. I thought about myself because one of the last few people that I spoke to, um, I jokingly said, you know, this is something I do all the time, podcasting, and this is the one thing that I'm not getting paid for. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know why I love doing this. It's just, it's my way of connecting with people. And when Chelsea and I started this, it was really a selfish reason of, you know, Michael's feeling lonely. You know, I need to talk to people because I've been working from home for three years now. This was before the pandemic. And I'm like, I need, I want to socialize. And so that this podcasting thing, I'm not the best at it. I haven't figured everything out, but I know I enjoy it and it's not paying me. No, not at all. Like my wife would ask me, so what are you doing tomorrow? I'm like, oh, I have a whole day of editing and then I'm podcasting. And then the next day I'm podcasting and then the next day I'm podcasting. And I'm like, those three days that I'm podcasting, I'm not getting paid. And that's just the recording. That's just sitting down. That's not even editing. So editing, um, as a matter of fact, 
Um, I've asked someone to edit uh, some of the stuff for me, and I'm also paying someone to write like um, uh, some some parts of like the, the you know the show notes and stuff to to get me some links and just trying to make it a little bit easier for me to create each episode. So in a way, I'm not only am I not getting paid, I'm actually <laughs> actually losing money doing this. But mm-hmm. to your point earlier. I see the value in it. There's value there with, with with the things that I'm doing. I enjoy this. I feel like coffee and coffee and creators has given voice a voice um, to people that you know they want to share their life experiences, their 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 views, their 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 struggles. And if I can be that that vehicle for them, I think that's great because I feel like at the end of mm-hmm. all of this, somehow somewhere someone will hear their message through this platform and they'll be like you know i can i can relate to that person i don't feel alone anymore and i think maybe at you know mm-hmm. maybe in the back of my head that's really what drives me why i like doing this and so i totally get it like so maybe people are wondering why did jordan turn down that big project well i kind of get it i kind of get why she did cuz maybe maybe this is why i do this po- i mean i could definitely be doing something else right now and make money but yeah. no it, i love doing this that's why jordan's like maybe we can reschedule like no 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 <laughs> i want to i want to do this i want i want a podcast so no that's great i really appreciate it um, let me ask you this jordan um uh what 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 is it about this commercial that you love so much why do you love working with 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 this this coffee commercial you said your favorite what 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 makes it your favorite hmm yeah that's fun uh and i don't know if it'll always be my favorite but the whole day was just a good day because it was mixed with my favorite creative creatively but i also brought a friend along uh so when i say i did it all by myself like i technically filmed it all by myself but because the friend that i brought along doesn't know filmmaking at all um (laughs) but it was super helpful to have her there uh to be my assistant and help me grab some things and it was just cool because i had like all of my worlds combining in one like my friend was there helping me and she was getting to see into the whole different side of me that a lot of people don't get to see, like my, my work self. Um, and, and she was, we had like some of the best conversations during that day because it was a two hour drive there and a two hour drive back. So, um, and this was a full day project. I woke up at 3 a.m. and I got home at 11 p.m. So it was, this, this project encapsulated my entire day. Um, but we had a lot of conversations about, she's like, I thought you'd be more, confident (laughs) when you're filming and I thought that you would be like oh this is easy peasy we're getting it all done and like you just go 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 (laughs) but she saw me go like I would film some shots and I'd be like oh my gosh I hope I got everything I needed uh I I think I have everything I need but I'm still you know and she would see me go through these like struggles of a creative while filming and she's like wow I just kind of expected it to be a lot easier for you you know I put quotes (laughs) in uh and I'm like, no, like this, the creative process, it isn't like, I'm just like, like people can see so much on social media or they can imagine what you're doing. And it's like, we're still human. (laughs) Like we have all of the struggles in between and nobody's just crushing it all the time. Right. And so I think that project was cool because it really challenged me. Uh, I, I had so much that I need to execute. There were so many things that went wrong on the day. Like so much weather that we couldn't control that were out of our control and so many things that I had to navigate 
as the director as literally wearing every single one of the hats for this project. I had to navigate so many different problems and still film and still be focused and it was I felt like I was scatterbrained the whole time and yet the end product is like I've had people that come up to me and they're just like I can't stop thinking about that commercial um and it's just so interesting because I'm like it's so cool that the end product ended up as it did and it was work that I was actually really proud of and so um and five years down the road I'm sure I'm gonna look at it and be like I like oh I thought that was good you know that's how it always goes but as of now where I'm at the work that I was able to produce as one person like I really do think it could be a commercial you see on tv and it's crazy like that's just it's just cool to see what you can do with a a million limitations right so Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I don't know that's kind of no, that, that, pieces as to why good... there's so much more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's a very good story. Uh, first of all, I'm going to link the commercial in the show notes. And uh, for those who, of you who are watching on Spotify right now or on YouTube, you should see a, a little bit because there's like an area here uh, on the left lower side, I think, <laughs> should pop up there. You should nice. see maybe a little clip of the, the commercial that I'll, I'll put there. But um, I love what you said about not really knowing like when you when you're there when you when you're in the weeds like it's like you're you're scatterbrained i love that because it's so calm it's so true when they think that you're a graphic designer you're a photographer you know exactly what to do it's like i'm not a magician like i'm still there Mm -hmm. i'm there to assess the same situation that you guys are, are are in but hopefully with my set skill uh set of skills and and techniques i might be able to make something out of it like that's that's better than what you guys can that's all it is it doesn't mean that i can just snap my fingers and be like all confident that i'm like oh yeah but this is so easy it's it's so funny because i think a lot of people do think of um of you know what actually maybe it's not even a lot of people that think that maybe maybe it's just us what do you think about that like i now that i'm thinking about it Maybe it's all in my head who, 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 that, that I put this such high expectation of myself that I'm like, when I walk in this space, I need to be confident and I need to, to say the right things and make sure that everyone knows that I know exactly what I'm doing. But the truth is 100% truth is I'm just reassessing everything, making sure that, okay, well, you know, like, it, will this work? Did I get everything? I remember I, I went on a shoot before uh, a product shoot and they're like, so did you get everything? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> that's that's my response because my, my response because mm-hmm. it's like there's really no way for me to know until I start editing. But I think I got everything. It's so interesting though that you said that because it's so true. It's very very true. Mm-hmm. Like we're not really sure of oh. what we're doing. We're just yeah. Yeah, you're speaking to the queen of questioning myself, um, <laughs> and and yet I think that's I think that is literally true of all creatives and and you know there's it's kind of funny it's like it's the trend to talk about imposter syndrome right now but i think there's things that go so much deeper than that like i actually don't i don't think i struggle so much with imposter syndrome like i think that and i think the reason i don't is because i think that i have this viewpoint that everybody in the world brings value you know and their story their individual story whether it looks good or not (laughs) brings value to the world and so in that sense the imposter syndrome isn't as much of a struggle, but I have just like struggle after struggle after struggle of these things that I think about and deal with all the time. And, you know, 
some of the trenches as to why I haven't been doing as like posting as much on YouTube when last time like I said I told you I want to drop some of the freelance work and pursue YouTube is because mm -hmm. I've asked myself millions of questions and I've asked myself questions like that don't even make sense that aren't even true of myself um, but and I think some of them are great questions to answer to test my character and to make sure that I'm you know in in the right space but so many things like we get in our own way the majority of the time and like I and and like my friend who her eyes were kind of open to oh this isn't like smooth sailing for you every single time like most people don't like when they see that they're encouraged and if they don't see that they just have no idea <laughs> they just think that you're doing good anyway you know what I yes. mean so it's like mm -hmm. there's not really mm -hmm. a negative to it it's either encouraging because it's relatable to someone or they just have no idea that you're even struggling with any of the things that you are and they see just how well you're doing right yes so. <laughs> i think one of the th reasons this is my personal view um i think one of the reasons why you probably don't struggle with imposter syndrome because you're you're willing to to show your vulnerability i think you're willing to admit that you're human and that makes you so approachable people love that like <laughs> Like, okay, well, what's the problem? Um, we need a commercial. I don't know how to operate a camera. I don't know how to direct a film or something. And you're like, okay, I think I know a little bit of that. Like, that's that's the vibe that I'm getting. You know what I mean? You're not painting yourself as like, oh, that's easy. Because it's so different. Mm -hmm. It's so different coming from that um, angle versus just like, okay, here's the problem. How about we tackle it both together? It's That's how I see you and your personality. And I think that's just, it's just, it's just more likable in general. And maybe that's why you're not afraid. You're not, you're, you don't have this um, imposter syndrome where it's like, you, you know, you're not an expert. I guess this is what I'm saying. You don't claim to be an expert. Mm -hmm. You just know you have the experience. You know that you've gone through this a couple of times already to know what works best in certain situations. Doesn't mean you know exactly what to do but you kind of know how to navigate yourself. And someone said, uh, what experience really is, is basically just you doing something over and over again. And you've done it more than someone else. That's why you're the expert. You're the, you're the experienced one. Doesn't mean that you have 100% correct answers all the time. So I think that's, that's, that's my point of view, like why I think you, you don't struggle with it. And I think it's great. It's so great because it, it one of the reasons I feel like I struggle with um, imposter syndrome every now and then is because it's an ego check. It's like, it's like, okay, I need to paint myself as, you know, someone that I'm not. And like, what if people think that I'm so good, but I'm actually not, you know what I mean? It's like that, 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 uh, that image in my head that I feel like I need to maintain. And so I've slowly let go of that over the years. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just me. When someone asks me, like, mm -hmm. how do you do this? I'm like, well, I've done this before. <laughs> I've done this before, and I just realized that this is the best way of doing it. And, you know, people like that. I noticed that people do like that. It's much more approachable. It puts mm -hmm. a face, you know, behind a, an actual person behind the name, the designer, the design, the, the, the photograph, the film, the video, whatever it is. It puts a human behind it. And I think maybe you and I just both agree in that style of, um, of, of creativity in a, in a weird way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but that's, that's kind of like what, um, like 
I, I guess that's just how I feel about how I approach approach things because I get a lot of requests for um, not even just requests, just like actual job offers of, of you know asking me to take photos of this and that. I'm like, why me? There's so many other out there who are so much more experienced. And ha here's actually one funny thing that you probably would get a kick out of. People ask me um, how, what kind of equipment that I use with you know certain photos, and I'm like, um, my window. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have. They're like, you don't have fancy lights. I'm like, I have one, but I don't really have mm -hmm. all these other fancy stuff because that's not my style. And for some reason, people think that you, if you're a, you're a professional photographer uh, or a, you know someone who actually gets paid to do that you need a bunch of equipment i'm like not really i mean you just have to find your thing and yeah mm -hmm. you i guess you you run with it right so i don't know that's just a yeah. little funny thing that i i think that comparison like obviously is a huge problem and we talk about it all the time we hear about comparison and how social media breeds that but comparison is really confusing to me too because like if we're all individual humans like with all some sort of unique gift that we all carry then like and, and that's special and only you can bring that I, I just it's just like it seems like comparison shouldn't even exist uh because all that we're using like what you're saying with even just using a window not having these fancy tools is uh, <laughs> this might not fully come to a point but like it's it's you that makes the difference it's not the tools we could all have the same tools and we'll all use them differently so so in a way that also throws out the comparison because like i just like so desperately want us all to to stop it with the comparison because mm -hmm. we if we created ourselves okay like this is so, super weird but if we had if we created a little world with other humans and we made them each unique with whatever gift that they had. And we're really excited about each one of our creations of those humans. Um, this is super weird, but I think that we'd be super excited to see them doing exactly what we created them to do, right? And and that's just kind of, instead of like all of them trying to look like everybody else, it's, it'd be so much more satisfying to be like, oh my gosh, they're all doing like this perfect puzzle piece I put together. And so it's just, I kind of view like that's, that's who we like our like our identity is not found in all the stuff that we made look like somebody else it's like it's it's who we are and what we create out of who we are um anyway yeah it's just it, you think it's you so said, interesting. what you said was it, weird jordan i don't think it's weird at all it totally makes sense to me no seriously because it's like um awesome yeah yeah no it, it, because if you think about it like when we create something do we set mm -hmm. out to create something so that it looks exactly like someone else's work? No, it's mm -hmm. it's yeah. not that. It's it, it we're trying to put something uh, in our work in our project that makes it us, you know, uniquely us. No matter how small mm -hmm. it is, that's why. And this goes back to our original, like the the part, like your story earlier. You said no to that boring project because probably to you that that anyone can do this like it doesn't speak it, it's not me when when i see it i probably wouldn't even recognize it because it could have been just like a copy of someone else's work you know what i mean that that's probably yeah no no i totally get it like what you were saying it's mm -hmm. it's very true 
and I like what you said. Like we should stop the comparison because who said it? Like the best thing that you could really do is just be yourself. I mean, cause that in itself is makes you unique. And when you're unique, mm -hmm. that's what people look for. That's what they want. Oh, here, like, yeah, in social media, for example. And I hate this too. Like, I hate the whole, um, okay, you know, how do I succeed on Instagram, for example? I need to follow this person's aesthetic, the colors, their style of, of, of writing or, or taking their photos. I'm like, it's good to take inspiration from people. It's good to be inspired by them. But by no means should you be should you try to look exactly like them because the moment you do then you disappear because now you don't mm -hmm. have an identity because you're assuming someone else's identity and guess what because that person you're probably admiring um that person probably is just being themselves and what me which basically means is that they will always be a, a step ahead of you because they're just being themselves and you're trying to chase after that instead of you Mm -hmm. just trying to chase after the best version of yourself, right? I don't know how mm -hmm. we got into this topic, but this is great. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and just recognizing that, like, the, the problem starts at the root if you don't believe that, like, yourself brings value, you know, and who yeah. you, like, who you were created to be. If you don't believe that to be a good thing, then then it's going to be very difficult to not be comparison, mm. to, to go into mm -hmm. comparison. Um, mm -hmm. But if you can, like, kind of view yourself that's why if you take yourself out of yourself and view yourself as if like as a created thing as as we create like if you're all of your photos on your um instagram feed sat next to each other and tried to be the photo next to it it doesn't even make any sense I, it just no. doesn't yeah like logically make any sense for it to want to be something else when it's beautiful in itself so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm when you can view it as that same concept, then it's easier to be like, oh yeah, it doesn't make sense to try to be something else like myself that right. I'm in trend, like I have, uh, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, the, go ahead. Uh, it, I, actually, I just wanted to ask you, um, this probably comes up a couple of times in conversations with other people who are not in the trade, in, the, in your career. Um, mm -hmm. like, how do I know what I'm good at? Like, how do I know what my, how do I figure out my style? How do I, how do I, how do I figure out what I'm maybe, maybe I'm just talking to myself here, Jordan, because it's like, th these are the questions that I've been asking myself ever since I was a kid. It's like, how do I know what I'm good at? Like, what, what is it that I can offer that people will, will love and admire? And it took me, mm -hmm. it took me like 30 plus years to realize that all I had to do was just be me because that in that mm -hmm. alone is I'm offering them something different because no one is exactly like me. I, and I don't know if you know this, Jordan, but I am, I'm a twin and even my twin is oh, not yeah. like me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're <laughs> very different. So it's like the yeah. most unique thing that you can offer is yourself, like who you are, the things mm -hmm. that you like, your style, don't be ashamed. We're, we're, we're so yeah. um, fixated on, you know, look or uh, going after what's what other people are doing that we yeah. neglect, like what we can actually offer. And I think it's OK, too, to like give a little bit of an answer to your question is to ask those who really know you and really love you. I think it's OK to ask them what good they see in you. 
if you like it's it's okay to ask because not just out of an effort to seek validation but it's sometimes that's what community is for like you need to be reminded of things that you can't see yourself you know and we seem to save it for as sad as it is the funeral where we say all the good things you know so it's kind of a challenge to like as me as a friend to my friends to or my family to actually say the things that I think about them but then if you don't ever feel like you're in a space where you can see what you're good at or or what you offer then it doesn't hurt to ask like I know that sounds like a really weird thing but with trusted friends it's like hey I'm having a hard time seeing something good in me can you remind me what you see <laughs> and just having that community around you to, to give you that I think oh, that's yeah. yeah, that's actually really good, to be honest. Like, I mean, it goes back to your whole thing, like make yourself available and you kept it simple. Hey, I am mm -hmm. a videographer. I'm a filmmaker. I have work here. Just check it out. And actually, I don't know why I never thought about that. Just ask people. <laughs> no, seriously, like, yeah. dude, just ask people. <laughs> maybe, maybe for me, it's yeah. just obviously I'm not, I wasn't so used to being so vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like in that, again, mm -hmm. going back to the ego thing. Right. It's like, why would I ask them? Because that's like admitting that I don't know anything. Right. That's why mm -hmm. I have imposter syndrome, because I'm always trying to pretend that I know something. But the moment you let go of that, it's just like, this is awesome. Like people like me for being me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's good. That's actually really good advice. That's very good advice. Mm -hmm. So, Jordan, um, what's the uh, I guess what's the next step for you then? Are you trying to go back to your original plan of making more content on, on YouTube? <laughs> or do you think uh, you'll still pursue this this freelance thing? Because it looks like you're having a lot of fun doing this. So I'm gonna throw out all of the things that I'm working on. And, and this is everything that I would love to actually accomplish, okay? And I might come back and be like, oh man, who knows what happened to that, you know? Uh, <laughs> but this is my hope is, um, I, I'm still going to pursue some freelance work, sure, uh, when it comes, but I think I'm going to be a lot more uh, good about saying no to the ones that I want to say no to and yes to the ones that I want to, to really value my time. Uh, I'm going to focus more on creating content for YouTube. That stuff is hard for me because scheduling my creativity doesn't work, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah. I will I will try to pursue that a lot more. Um, I am actually working on building even an online course. Um, I already have all of the concepts written out. It's just figuring out the time and the structure to get it done. And so that's where I'm at with that. I've already started online mentorship um, that meaning one on one with people. I don't know what that will transform into, but I've been loving that. That's been such a gift to me because I sit by myself all the time and edit. And so it's so nice to have some variation in my day and have those conversations. So that's been cool. Um, and honestly, I would love to create a podcast too. That's always been my dream. This is why I love them. So I'm very thankful to get to be on here with you. And thank you for the first time I was on too. It was, I was so excited because I really, really love podcasts. Uh, so those are, I have that plus a lot more on my mind, but if I were to say more, it's just going to get too extreme. Uh, but I, <laughs> those are all yeah. of the things that I'm wanting to pursue after and that I have in the works. Like I actually have a lot of things planned. I've stopped saying on social media, like, you're going to expect this from me soon because it always gets <laughs> delayed. Um, but I've been working for a long time and trying hard at these things. So I already have a YouTube video done. It's not published. 
I, I'm trying, I'm working on another one right now, so I'm trying to build a bank for myself to be able to be more consistent. Um, so that's where I'm at. That's kind of the update. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a very busy couple of, uh, just even the rest of the year for you, but it's going to be a really fun Absolutely. and interesting one. So I want to say, Jordan, that I think you're a gift to the, the creative community because lending your voice, your experience, and your, your honesty, your your sincerity, your, just you being you is something that everyone needs to hear. I mean, you're okay with the fact that you've said all these things in the past and never really, none of them came to fruition, I, you know, like in, in some form or another. And it's okay. It's okay to be like that. But one of the things that I love about what you, you just said right now is you're not afraid to throw out things that you want to pursue. I mean, throw it out there to, to, for people to know, understand. You want to start a mm -hmm. podcast. You wouldn't be, you, this is, goes back again to, to you just making yourself available, making yourself, making everyone know your plans and where you want to take yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important in business, in life, in relationships, because when there's less surprises for people, it makes you, it's, it's just, people can just approach you and be like, okay, so, you know, suddenly you'll find people actually support you. Suddenly, suddenly you'll, you'll find mm -hmm. people that they, they actually rally, you know, behind you, you know what I mean? Like they're right behind you. And I, and I love that. And I think that sort of honesty, um, optimism, you can call that optimism, but it's, you know, to me, it's just like, I don't know. I can't find the right words, Jordan, because I don't think a, a word really fits like what I'm trying to describe, but it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that you're expressing that. It's a good thing that you're, you're putting it out there and it's a good thing. I feel like that people hear this and that's great. So I appreciate that, Jordan. Here's one thing I do wanna ask you though. I do wanna ask that if it's okay for you, like even after you make all of that, I want to ask <laughs> one hour of your time in the next couple months or, what, or whatever to come back to the podcast and give us an update. I love hearing back from you. I, I love to see how your career progresses, how you're, how you just grow into into this, this this thing that I can't describe. But it's like, <laughs> I'm just so excited to see where you land in the next few years. That would be so great if you could do that for me. I would absolutely love to do that. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Jordan. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. The doors are always open. You Actually, we don't even have to wait a couple of months. Whenever you want to come back, just let <laughs> me know. But before I end this podcast, okay. can you can you share with the, um, the audience how they can find you or they can get in touch with you? Yes. So everything is pretty much under my name. Uh, thankfully, I have a unique name that is spelled uniquely. So um, I'm sure you will post that, but Jordan Dunseeth on Instagram, Jordan Dunseeth on YouTube, jordandunseeth.com. Uh, even my email is very much like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, I will give you all of the links, but everything is Jordan Dunseeth. I am mostly on Instagram, YouTube, and website, and then I'll be building, You'll on my website, on all my social profiles, you'll see the things that I'm building and how to get involved with like the mentorship and that kind of stuff. I'll say one last thing. Currently, my mentorship is hosted at learn.jordanduncies.com. So that's another okay. place to come that's find so me if you want to remember. actually personally interact. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay. 
Well, thank you, Jordan. Yeah. I appreciate your time. I'm so sorry for being late, but I appreciate you being so such a kind person in general that it's like, I just feel guilty to this day. I know you said it's already okay, but I'm like, I still feel so bad because you waited for me. So um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. And I hope you have, uh, I just wish you the best of everything. And I look forward to hearing back from you again, hopefully very, very soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you again for all of your kind words to me. And I really, really love doing this. So it's so good to catch up with you. <laughs> looking forward to the podcast, Jordan. Looking forward to it. I better hear about it soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs>